Come on and join me on the B-side When movie stars they weren't in their prime Made all the movies that got left behind That got them covered on the B-side You're gonna like it on the B-side Cause you got Dan and Connor by your side Throwing your knowledge from the inside And now you're listening to the B-side Hello, everybody, and welcome to The B-Side. Here we talk about movie stars, not the movies that made them famous or kept them famous, but the ones that they made in between. And today's really special uh, in celebration of uh, our dear friend of the show, Chad Harbold's newly produced film, Linoleum. We also got to talk with the film's star, Jim Gaffigan, uh, about Linoleum, about working on indie film sets, and about a few B-sides of his own. He was obviously, as you can imagine, great fun to talk to. And uh, we get to commiserate a little bit about the indie film world. But without further ado... Here it is, our conversation with the star of Linoleum, Jim Gaffigan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the B-Side. We're here with the great Jim Gaffigan talking about a couple quick B-Sides, but first Linoleum, which, if you're listening, is out in theaters now. Um, Jim, how? Do, I guess just with Linoleum, it's a, it's a, a sneaky sneaky good movie it's like one of you know we we it's it's a kind of movie that sneaks up on you. It's I don't want to give too much away because there's a lot in there um well i guess what drew you to linoleum and then you're you're kind of doing a lot of things you haven't done before as an actor so i guess maybe i'm answering my own question but i guess where 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 does it come to you and what attracts you to it well i mean i um you know you know like you've never heard an actor say this but i <laughs> i really like the script but uh i would say that it was I mean, it was, you know, there's, I play two characters, uh, Cameron and Kent, and there's definitely a part of me, you know, that, I mean, Cameron and Kent, one, one guy's vulnerable and kind of um, the, the world is happening to him and, and Kent is kind of has a confidence. And um, I really kind of saw it as like, because I feel like every day, you know, we all have these moments where they're like, where we think we're in complete control, like Kent, and then there's maybe within an hour, we're <laughs> like, why is the world so mean to us? And so <laughs> there is, um, uh, you know, an aspect of that. And, but like, that's, you know, what I would say about linoleum is that I do feel like, I think the thing that I was hoping for um because you know you don't know when you're shooting a movie this by the way we shot this before they had a vaccine so we weren't even confident they were going to be able to finish it i mean we yeah. were hopeful but it was like every morning we were like testing like hopefully well, especially this is an indie movie right i mean yeah. you're not yeah you don't have an infrastructure of right i mean you're doing your best probably yeah, <laughs> yeah. and um but i was hoping that it would be one of those movies that would provide questions rather than answers. Mm. You know, I mean, I enjoy an entertainment and, um, but I think that like the conversations you ha have after you see a movie shouldn't be, or television show shouldn't be about like the clothing. You know what I mean? It should <laughs> sure. be kind of presenting questions like, wait a minute, what did, what did you think that was about? Or, um, 
But linoleum, I didn't expect that, like people at screenings often say like the last 10 minutes or the last 10 minutes. And it is one of uh, it's it, it is one of those movies that, you know, you think it's one thing and then it kind of presents if you're open, which I, most people are when they're watching it, it really kind of makes you vulnerable and makes you question. And again, I've I've been to screenings where I think, oh, this is totally a love story, and then I think, oh no, this is an examination of what uh, what our life's priorities, what's the concept of success. It's just, um, so I don't know if I've even answered part of no. I think no. I mean, you're answering it. Just that that's obviously you know all of that sounds provocative and interesting, which, which is why you'd want to make it. I think, so, you know, what you're talking about is what people used to call parking lot movies, right? Which, which are like, you know, you're going to the parking lot, you're talking about, Oh, what, you know, what did you think that was? And whatever. And yeah, I think, yeah. you know, with the B sides, I, funny enough, we, we do cover a lot of those movies and they make so few of them now. And a lot of them yeah. are TV shows, like you're saying. So it's nice that this movie provides that. And I hope, you know, you know, I, I obviously it's a it's a big recommendation for both of us. I think so. Quickly shifting to B sides while we have you, a few that yeah. stand out to me, and their more recent ones are Light from Light, which is just an absolutely great movie that you're you're co lead in with uh, Marin uh, Ireland there, and yeah. um, and then and then and then on the totally opposite side of when we talk about kind of your, your sneaky um your sneaky tangibility as an actor, you made a movie, a Canadian film called target number one, also, also called most wanted, depending on where you live, yeah. um, where you're like the villain. And it's like, yeah, a it's like a very scary performance. I mean, you have funny moments, but it's a very kind of a foreboding. So I guess, I guess pick either of those films, um, of just anything that stands out from them. Um, you know, those, those are, I think, both solid wrecks, you know, in the B-side world from us. So I guess slash like, is yeah. there is there anything, you know, in your general body of work that you wish more people had seen? Like that you want to, you know, you want to make sure people like check yeah. out? I mean, you know, it's so interesting where, you know, uh, I would say that it's... Um, um, God, now I can't remember the name of the movie. Um, great new wonderful, There's, oh, okay. which I did, and uh, that's where I first worked with Tony Shaloub. Tony Shaloub's in uh, Lenore. Mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, he's like so amazing. But he, here's what I would say about, um, you know, Light from Light and uh, he, he, you know, uh, Target Number One is the weird thing, it, it, you know, is for me, it's it's, and and we're we're talking about these movies. You call them parking lot movies. I call them like movies. You, you know where you actually have a discussion afterwards. <laughs> those are the ones that I want to do. Mm, sure. Like, and and I'm not sure if it's because I'm a comedian and I have that immediacy on uh, the feedback and kind of I can kind of. Mm. But the but like the the, the as an actor, they're just so much more rewarding to kind of be in a character that has some layers that you can kind of construct and you uh like in light from light uh 
you know, where, you know, there's Pat, you know, you're, it's like, I was a very passive guy and, you know, it's rewarding to, to have things happen to you rather than steer the bus the entire way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's weird. Like people are like, do you like doing comedies? It's like, look, I loved doing super troopers, but like, I mean, I, I was, you know, I was making sure that I was hitting certain comedic beats rather than, um, you know, discovering something. Or... Yeah. You know, like you didn't know anything about the character I played. It was unimportant. You didn't need to know if that guy was married or whether his wife right. was cheating on him or anything like that. And so it's just, I, I don't know. It's, I just think it's, you know, for me, I, I don't get tons of offers, but I usually, um, do not want to play something that is not doesn't have some complexity like people think that it's about lines you know they're like oh it's uh, too small of a part i'm like no it's like the guy has nothing to do do you know what well, i mean you know it's funny because i was going to mention um we, we briefly spoke actually pre-pandemic at sundance for tesla which you have a, a couple really great scenes in and you were also an experimenter, right? Which is also Michael yeah. Almerita. And that's exactly to your point, right? It's like, you know, you're not Ethan Hawke in that movie, but you're yeah. coming in at these essential moments and adding something to this, right? In, in Tesla, you're Westinghouse, right? And it's like, yeah. you're coming in and like, you know, you're, you, you know, you're a huge element of Tesla's, you know, of, you know, your arrival, your, you, you know, it's, it's, that's an essential part of that movie. And it's like, yeah, I think that's well said. It's like trying, trying to kind of, trying to find something new, discover different characters. Funny yeah. enough, Connor, we have to bring it up. Connor yeah. worked <laughs> on uh what was the what, movie you worked on? I, so it, a had million a years ago. it had a different working title. I got to look up what it became. Back but, when we were young. It was Bucks, like the second feature assistants. I ever worked on. I was the first team PA. And I think you had a, you had a couple days on it. It was Love Sick Love is what it got released as. And it I, was called something I else. I don't remember. I can't recall what the I think Happy and Bleeding was like the working title. Um wow. and, and a million years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I think we I remember we shot like a night in oh, the, wait in, a the minute. in the I, AOL building uh on Broadway. It would have been like I 2011, played, I think right? I played like the boss. Yeah, you were like a buddy or a boss. I, I truth, yeah, no, truth, I remember truth be told, I don't think I ever that. watched the final film, so I don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's interesting, you know, hearing stories about working on things because sometimes people are like, and that, and by the way, I don't think that character had that much complexity, but that sure. was one of those where it was. You know, you go through different phases where you're like, all right, you know, I'm going to say yes. And then you're like, and now as my kids get older, I'm even more picky. But sure. I wouldn't even, I mean, I also like to work and I'm not uh, ashamed to say that I'm a journeyman. I like to, you know, um, but that was definitely one where I was like kind of uh, reluctantly um, you know, it was like a, a return of a favor, but it was weird hearing um, some of this stuff on set because I came in and it had already been going. Yeah. yeah. And there was just stuff that I was hearing that I was like, oh my God. You know, because like, <laughs> you know, indie films have this romantic notion, but everyone who's been on one that like, 
where people, if people aren't there with the best intentions, it can be drama. Yeah, I I don't want to name names, but I I still have a couple like very interesting stories from other other portions of that shoot. Well, Um, yeah, it's just it's one of those things. I mean, yeah, not to go down the rabbit hole, but certainly, yes, it's like to your point, it's like there is a magic. Right. Like, look, linoleum is a great example. There is a magic to getting great people together and, you know, nobody's getting paid a whole lot, but you're crafting something beautiful and you know colin west obviously we should say is the the writer and director of linoleum and yeah and it's lovely right like what you what is rendered in light from light uh you know target number one's a whole different kind of a crime thing but similarly you know a lot of great performances josh hartnett and other people in that and um and and then with linoleum it's like that's the magic right certainly like if you can capture it where you're kind of you know, that's 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 uh, lightning in a bottle. But if it goes bad, it can go bad real quick. I was like literally like it, the joke of that was like me and Connor were went to college together. I was working on another movie like, you know, in Kingston or so. I don't even know. You know, yeah. it was like <laughs> we, we, they were both sets where it was like, oh, this is um OK. All right. Well, all right. This is what it might be like. We have to just figure this out. We were both like 22. You know, right. Right. We were, we were like so. young bucks. So it was just a thing of like that question. You're of like, like it, is it always <laughs> like this? Like, <laughs> no, it's, And that's why when. Um, but of course, that's not what people discuss. You know what right. I mean? And, right. and that's why, you know, things like linoleum and also. I, I would, you know, linoleum, everyone was there for the right reasons. Yes. And, sure. and, and also the, you know, the, 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 the fish rots from the head. And not only is Colin uh, and his pr- producing partners, not only, and they all like went to high school together and stuff like that. Mm. They, not only are they great, but there's a collaborative spirit and not, um, you know, and you really need that for indie films. But I, I would also say that there is something of, I mean, I kind of pride myself. This is going to sound weird, but I kind of, I had my own show and it was really instructive to see how um, people can be helpful or they can be a pain in the ass. And so like, the uh so like having been an executive producer on a show i was like oh i never want to be the guy that's like i need i need an egg sandwich you know what i mean like (laughs) sure it's like uh, it's and some of it is like people that have done you know if you've worked on film sets for a while but i think some actors lose sight of that sure that they they're just like, yeah, no, uh, you know, like you can laugh about things in the indie world, but you have to also, you're signing up for an indie, you know, like the, you're going to work. I mean, I've worked on indies where the craft service guy <laughs> literally spent the entire budget on only bread and peanut butter. And because <laughs> the guy was like, what should I get? And they're like, he's like, you know, bread, peanut butter. And so we spent like $300 <laughs> on bread and peanut butter. So the entire suit. And the whole thing is, is you have to laugh about shit like that. I mean, it might piss you off around that eighth peanut butter sandwich. But... <laughs> and so there is something about that indie world. But selfishly, you know, working on linoleum, it's like not only is it a collaborative thing, but it's also an opportunity for my for me to play 
the you know the lead that has complexities and target number one it's like how often do i get to play uh you know the heavy you know yeah. you know what i mean no and, and look and, and and you know as as our time kind of uh, you know, runs out here. I just, yeah, it, it, you make the most of it. And linoleum is, is kind of the most recent, very good example of it. So we thank you for taking, taking a few minutes and talking thank through you. all that with us and uh, congrats, Jim. Thank you. Thanks so much. You guys. So there you have it, folks. Once again, Linoleum starring Jim Gaffigan, Rhea Seahorn, Tony Shaloub, and more is out now. Uh, so you can uh, you can check that out. Please do. It's a great movie. We at the film stage like it a lot. Uh, you can check out Jordan Raup's positive review of it on the film stage as well. You can follow us uh, at TFS B-Side on Twitter, Facebook, or letterboxed and if you like what you've heard please do rate review and subscribe we appreciate it a great deal and as usual thank you for listening and now you're listening to the b-side